Where are you guys headed? Do you know? Um, not exactly we're sure yet. Survive. Uh, yeah, we're trying to survive. These dude, they're fucking gassing us, dude. The yeah. fucking zoo lovers are gassing us, man. Pardon his uh, his French. Uh, that's gonna happen. We're on live television right now. So, oh, okay. Uh, Where are you guys from? We're from Fox News. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm your other host, Harrison. Harrison. Mm. Sounds like uh, you've been up to a lot of activities this week. Oh, yeah. A lot of activities. Yeah, for Enriching yourself. <laughs> you're, you're, you're playing the market. I'm playing the market, baby. Buy low, sell high. Um, yeah, buy, uh, buy high, sell low. Yeah. Buy while high and then sell when you're, when you're, when you're coming, coming down. down. So yeah. When you're coming down. Yeah, that's So are you doing. like the wolf of Franklin Street? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Kingsley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm also known as the Wolfman of Skid Row. The Wolfman of Skid Row, according to the indictment, at least. So, so, uh, so you, you know. told me. I was like, mm. we were talking about like uh, what we're gonna do for the show and all this, and you're mm. like, well, I got something interesting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? What, what's going on? And you're like, yeah. I'm dealing with cryptocurrency. It's like cryptocurrency. Yeah. Trade. I was like, bitcoins. It's more than bitcoins. Yeah. You know that. That's the thing. It's like I. I recall. Like back in like 2007 or 2008, mm-hmm. Wackerly and I were, I think I was talking about like, what, what's this Bitcoin? What is this <laughs> cryptocurrency? And Wackerly's like, oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. You yeah. know, it's just something that's never going to be worth anything, you know, because he's just such a negative asshole anyway. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, it's such a pointless waste of time. And all these idiots are investing all this money into it. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's like, what, what, what is one Bitcoin worth? Yeah. What is it worth now? Right now, it's it's creeping up on four thousand dollars. That's fucking insane. Yeah, because I think I think a caller or someone called us in, called in and it was like, "You guys should invest in bitcoins." We're just completely derided <laughs> it. And back then, they were worth what, like three pennies, maybe three cents. How much were they in, when, when I they first, first bought out? one? I think they were. It was like fifty bucks. But that was probably what, like two thousand ten? Yeah, around two thousand ten. Yeah. Yeah, but this would have been like. A couple years earlier mm. than that, just such, so wrong on so many levels. I mean, I have a good a good friend of mine who had years ago, you know, uh, bought some so he could get, you know, two CB or one of those designer drugs off a Silk, Silk Road. Road. Yeah, and then he still had some in a wallet, and then years went by, and then he, all of a sudden he had two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he, would he just forget about it? Yeah, he just forgot about it. Jesus you know? Christ. Yeah, I fucking hate that. So. I don't know why that never happens to me. And that's why I kind of like, I had a lot of missed opportunities with, with this cryptocurrency shit. So it's, it's always been a, a point of anxiety. But if you can overcome that and you can just, just kind of be cold and calculating about it. So what was the deal? What, you, no FOMO. Did no you FOMO read allowed. like, like a, a blog post or something that inspired you and then you went on and like... <laughs> And invested in all this this cryptocurrency. No, my my dad was like wanted me to help him invest in it, but my dad gets all his financial advice from like weird right wing websites that oh, are like, from like you Alex know, Jones. Yeah, they're buying like Trump, a supplement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you know when Trump cures cancer, it's gonna everything's gonna go up, and you need to buy silver, and you need to bury it. 
you need to bury it in the woods right now. You know, uh, <laughs> something like that, you know. Uh, buy silver, uh, dig a, a, a moat and fill it with sharks, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. I was like, I don't know about Different this. Different investment opportunities there. And then I was like, wait a minute. I started doing a little research for him because he's like red hats. Because people, red hats. Yes, oh, red hats. Red hats, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know, because people just, not, I'm unemployed, so people are just like, hey, do this thing for me. You don't have anything to do. I've been Fuck trying you. to get this guy to yeah. set up a Patreon yeah. for months now. I'm, I'm on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so, he's like, um, do all this research. So I was, I was doing it, and then I was like, wait a minute. You know, there's all these, you know, there's one called Ripple that's pretty new. That's an A-coin. That's a well. That, that's what Neo, I thought was Ripple Dash Bitcoin. You know, a What's Gnosis it? Ethereum Populous Ethereum Made Safe Coin. So, uh, so if there's so many coins, how are they worth anything? I mean, could I just could we make a sick and wrong? Yes, currency? we could. Yes, we could. I mean, somebody made one years ago out of that stupid dog, that Shiba Inu dog face, dog. Remember that? A meme? dog, yeah, yeah. Dog yeah. coin, that was, was a coin. Dog coins, that was something too? Yeah. I think as long as people are interested in it. I lost a little money it, in that, I think. <laughs> some, some guy at my work, a programmer, made Putin coins that he calls poots. Right. And they're worth like, I don't know, a hundredth yeah. of one cent. Right. Uh, they, they're worth nothing. Right. But that's what I'm not Well, you need market you capitalization. You need market capitalization. You have to be a big... Here's the thing, because uh, have you ever tried to invest, play, like do day trading with penny stocks? Yeah, you know? and I just never was successful at it. I yeah. also don't pay enough attention to it. Well, it's very rare that you will be successful with it because you could do all this research, but there's most of the information out there is bullshit, and it's all pump and dump scams. And basically, it's pump one of those and situ- dump. pump and dump, <laughs> pump and dump. Uh, yeah, no, no, not. I'm not talking about you, Jizz, over here. Okay, yeah, I was about to this say, is, yeah, different. <laughs> well, different I thought about pump and then go take and then, a shit, and then yeah. I mean, you did it, it, sometimes it happens. You, you should leave. take care of that ahead of time to be fair. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, you know, like with with trading penny stocks, it's basically like if you don't know who the sucker is at the table, it's probably you. But with 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 cryptocurrency. There's such an element of like, we don't, there's no way to predict this. This is totally volatile and we don't even know what this is. Well, that, that's is this why, money? Is this not? Is life real? Well, that, that's why you I'm know? amazed someone with, uh, you know, Jewish genes would yeah. take that kind of risk. Right. A monetary risk like that. Like, oh, I mm. don't know. This guy made these, mm. this, this cryptocurrency in his basement. He named it after, named it after <laughs> his genetically deformed cat. Right. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be investing in grumpy cat coins now. Well, I mean, you know, people do, bubs. people do tend to forget sometimes that I do have a, an MBA from a top 10 school. Well, you know, that's one thing that mm. a lot of people overlook. You know, Harrison over here, yeah. MBA, yeah. In, in like an MBA from like what, like NYU or something? Yeah, yeah no, a really good school. Mm. So you know a bit about finance. I do. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm heeding your advice. Yeah, so it's it, basically with cryptocurrency, it's like... If you don't know, it's so crazy that it's like, if you don't know who the sucker is at the table, then the table is actually a robotic gorilla that's on fire. Mm. So yeah. it's just like, I feel like the chaos throws off. I'm mean, granted, there are what they call whales, shakers and movers who are moving a lot of this currency just to, to, you know, increase its value and then dump it at the last minute. There's a lot of that happening and there's, it's very easy to manipulate the price, but at the same time, well, 
you can get in on those waves if you're if you're smart about it. Well, that's the thing. How do you, do you do you go to like Reddit, a Reddit page? Yeah, you and, spend and, a and lot of time on Reddit. Trends? You spend a lot of time on Reddit, and you get and you and you like look at what people say, and then you got to like research their fucking username and see like, okay, is this person have they said level headed shit about different things, or are they just pumping this one current? You know, this one currency. Well, couldn't one guy you know has a connection at you know. Uh, fucking Jezebel or the Daily Telegraph and then have them write an article about the one currency that they're investing in. And would that take off? Yeah, and yeah. would they make it take off? Oh, I mean, yeah. It's just like, so then Absolutely. how do you know who you can trust? I mean, there was a big it? article on uh, on Neo in Huffington Post, like just today. So it went, went up. You, you don't know who you can trust. You can trust no one. But the, that, there, the, the thing is, is that it's still going up and down. The values are still going up and down. So if you know when to get in and out and and you're not all obsessed trick trying to get greedy you can you can do well you can do well like when people say oh this is going to the moon you look into it you do some research then maybe you buy it and it goes up a bit and then you get rid of it so are you doing this all day you're just sitting at your uh, yeah you can't desk all day just like staring like where do you how do you know this what... took a few days i mean i made i made like three grand well, you made three grand. Yeah, yeah, in profit. How much did you invest? I six six thousand dollars. Oh, okay, and you made three grand on top of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, but it's like it was literally like there was one thing I bought, and it was like I had to just making money. If I had like gone out to the store, I would have fucked up. Like th that's how quick things happen. So where do you see the I guess the trends, the uh, like market trends for cryptocurrency? Like, is there like a website that you go to? Is, or how do you yeah, it's like uh, one of the. the, the one of the ones is uh, coinmarketcap.com, which basically lists all of them and like the trading volume and the, the you know, the change in the last 24 hours, the market capitalization, all that shit. So like with uh, with regular stocks, you have like NASDAQ and you have yeah. like, you know, like the companies that control it. Who's controlling this? I, I'm no one. I'm trading <laughs> on, on like three different exchanges because Bitcoin you can buy with cash. But like, if you want to buy Ethereum, you or if you want to buy Ripple, right? You need to use Bitcoin to buy Ripple, Ripple. on a different. <laughs> it's like Fred Sanford's yeah. cryptocurrency. Oh. <laughs> Lamont, get me my bottle of Ripple. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> you know, like you have to buy. So I'm on like three different exchanges, sending fucking coins back and forth into the wallets and buying the, you know. So and also, I'm realizing like, oh, on this on this site. They're calculating value based on weighted average, and on this site, they're calculating value based on a regular average, so that the, they're different. And there's like arbitrage opportunities as well. Hmm. You feel this me? This is so beyond me. Okay. Arbitrage is when you're like, you know, basically when you're like, wait a minute, th that guy's selling this for, you know, $25, and that guy's selling it for $35. So I can, you know, buy the $25 one and sell it to the, you know, just the like you, I, like the stock market actually every now and then there's arbitrage in the stock market, but it corrects itself real quick because it is a system that has been honed over about a hundred years. Well, yeah, to exactly. Do that. I mean, it's, you know, that, that's the thing with, the, yeah. with this cryptocurrency. I don't even know who controls the market. There are a lot of rich, weird, white objectivists, uh, tech people. It's the same guys yeah. that control the emojis. Yeah, pretty much. The one, the people who approve the emojis. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of angry white people, basically. I mean, it's like because if you've ever met these tech people, they're also a lot of them tend to be objectivists as well. Mm. You know, the Ayn Rand types. 
You know, they believe they want they want to they want to have a fucking sea. You know, it's, a, a, it's the same guy. An island I would see made of servers and fucking storage containers. Well, it's the same guys that write emails about how females are biologically <laughs> unfit to work at Google. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As a programmer. Yeah. <laughs> Free speech. Yeah. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So anyway, so you're 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 working the market. So I'm cuckoo. You're for, making some money. I'm cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I'm developing a system. Oh, all and, right. The uh, Harrison system of yeah. cryptocurrency. Uh huh. Well, it's actually I'm just stealing some kids' system. Still, so, let me know how yeah. it works. Okay. I'm interested in this. Yeah. I'm interested in this. Although uh, I don't know if I'm going to be investing six grand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got to sell a few more T-shirts before we get to that. Yeah. So I, I like how uh, you know you're making this money. It's exciting. But aren't you a little concerned that maybe your money will be worth nothing, you know, next week or the week after. We're, We're on the brink of nuclear war, Harrison. Oh, please. Brink of nuclear war. We are Nazis not. marching through the streets of our towns. And here you are in the comfort of your own home trading bitcoins. Yeah, I mean... Uh... What, what if the North Koreans, uh, I don't know, detonate an explosive or a nuclear bomb and blow up the Bitcoin banks? There's not a, there's no physical <laughs> fucking bank, dude. Okay, what you if know? they blow up the nerds' homes who are controlling the currency? To be fair, actually, a lot of this shit, uh, the shit, there's one, I forget which one, I think it's fucking Ripple, is in uh, Korea. So, so there it's you actually go. affected Ripple by this shit. Ripple could be gone by it tomorrow. It is affected by this shit. So, uh, Isn't the, uh, the world market plummeting right now because everyone's all tense and nervous about that there might be a nuclear war next week yeah but what are they i mean they're gonna what are they gonna do they're gonna bomb guam you know you never know maybe that's like a red herring they're not gonna bomb la right into la nah dennis rodman lives here why why is his best friend dennis rodman is his best friend why would he kill his best friend doesn't richard spencer live in virginia why not just go straight for charlottesville virginia oh yeah they they got a missile (laughs) they can they got a they never bomb where I want them to bomb. Yeah, I'm just trying to that, figure out like where the white supremacists live. You I think know? their their ICBM is is like held together with clarinet reeds and gum or something. I don't think it's you know <laughs> if it reaches tape. Guam, it'll be yeah. lucky. You know, but not not but, not according to Trump because yeah. Trump just needs anything that can deflect from what's going mm. on at home. It's like you know what uh, Russian investigation? No, actually, we're talking about war with North Korea. <laughs> so you know it, it's it's working. Um, well, it's, it's, it's weird because it's like, uh, when he's like the fire and, uh, fury, fire and fury. <laughs> that like the world is the likes of which the world has never seen. It's like, we've, we, didn't we drop fucking atomic bombs on Japan? I mean, we did, they've seen it. Oh, he's talking way more bigly than that. Oh, yeah, this okay. Is bigly. This is like, <laughs> this is very, 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 very furious. Oh, okay. So yeah. it not only does it vaporize the city and the people, but it. <laughs> What, it steals their soul? It harvests their fucking souls as well? Do yeah, we have that technology? Then, yeah, I think he owns their, their souls. Oh, okay. All right. He can, he can do whatever he wants with them. Yeah. Market them. <laughs> um, did you see that a, a, a paper in Virginia was uh, posted a picture of all those those protesters or the, the, the white supremacists marching in uh, Virginia holding the tiki torches? And it was like fire and fury in Virginia. And it's like, uh, no, it's just a bunch of white supremacist fuckheads holding tiki torches yeah citronella candles yeah pretty much i hate mosquitoes i mean just for the sake of 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 aesthetics 
go get a, go make figure out a, a torch. You know, that's the one thing I didn't understand about these guys. Like what? Remember in Indiana in uh, Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade when he goes into the catacombs? He's got like a fucking stick of wood. He wraps some cloth around the top. He soaks it in kerosene. Yeah, and kerosene he, lights yeah, it up. It lights it up. Well, what I don't get about it's these classic. guys you, is some of these guys. If you go see to a Home picture, Depot and get the fucking you kidding me? So if you see a picture of these guys that yeah. are all protesting or mm. marching in uh, in uh, in uh, Virginia, um, some of the guys are dressed in like Donald Trump's outfit. You know, khaki pants and like a polo shirt with a little white polo shirt and a MAGA mm. hat. Mm. But then there's other guys in full Nazi regalia, and then there's other guys in their militia outfits. Right. And then some with like you know Iron Cross helmets mm. and like the shields. So they're cosplaying Nazi guys mm-hmm. or or Ku Klux Klan robes. Mm. Well, why don't you fucking compliment the outfit with a real fucking torch instead they're going to like home depot and buying a tiki torch no you want you know what what does that say it it, it's weak it says to me that they're like you know what let's go spread some hatred for a couple hours and then go get some mai tais at trader vicks afterwards yeah yeah. (laughs) it's just like come on dude yeah no because you've got a bunch of people with torches it's like where are they going? Are they going to kill Frankenstein's <laughs> monster at the castle? Because that's what it looks like they're doing. With real torches. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. inspire fear in yeah. people. And, and in Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. You, you know think I mean? Frankenstein's yeah. monster is going to go with the fucking tiki torch? I don't think so. No, he's going to go get a blender. Yeah. And like some mm. rum. Yeah. You know, and start making like uh, margaritas, Mai Tais. He likes pina coladas and... Uh, <laughs> Making so, love in the rain. So today, well, last night there was the, the night march with the tiki torches. And mm. today, thousands of white supremacists and armed militia groups, like these guys were showing up with rifles, right? Uh, faced off with counter protesters during a violent, chaotic rally that raged for hours in this like small Virginia city. Mm. Apparently, uh, they, they gathered because uh, they were, they were uh, supporting the General Robert E. Lee statue that's downtown. And I oh, guess... Yeah. Uh, after the the whole uh, what was that guy's name Dylan Roof that shot up uh, oh. uh, that church full of black yeah. people they decided to like you know what maybe it's about time we remove <laughs> these racist horrible monuments yeah. you know these yeah. monuments to our our embarrassing racist past let's just yeah. take them down yeah. and put up something else yeah. maybe a statue of Obama call it <laughs> Obama Park now yeah. I would like that um, anyway but I guess the KKK are really quite upset about this. Ah, and so are some yeah. of the other white supremacists. So they made this whole like, hey, we're going to get together with our tiki torches, mm. our Ku Klux Klan hoods, and our Nazi helmets. And let's just uh, all hang out. Well, that that Because, I mean, what, what builds up a city's pride more than uh, a general who fucking failed and lost? Yeah. Well, that's you know, another like, thing, too. Your other flag is yeah. the Nazi flag. Yeah. Also another guy who lost. So quit celebrating losers. Yeah, yeah. You know, get yeah. a flag that works. My other flag is the Nazi <laughs> flag, man. So uh, the Unite the Right rally was promoted by white nationalist Richard Spencer. Ah. Your good old buddy got punched in the face. Mm. And it drew several different groups. Um, all, like, upstanding guys here. Real, uh, real cool, cool fellas. Um, the alt right, Nazis, KKK members, and other white supremacists. <laughs> some were wearing militia unifer- yeah. uniforms, openly carrying long guns. Yeah. Um, this pissed off a few of the uh, counter demonstrators. This so just sounds like Antifa showed this just up. Just sounds too. like the end. The end of the Blues Brothers movie. <laughs> Well, it was funny because tensions were running high. Like, you just saw these, like, fat white supremacists with, like, shitty Confederate flag tattoos. They're wearing, like, you know, their sleeveless Kentucky Pride shirts. And they're walking up there, and, like, different reporters were trying to interview them. Mm. So I saw this one clip of a Fox News reporter. It's like, yeah, you know, tensions are running high. I'm going to find out where these guys are going. (laughs) And he's running up to this one guy in a hood. He's like, hey, you want to chat with me? And the guy's like, 
just looks at him with the hood and mm. then he's just like, okay, maybe not you. Mm. And then he runs up to another guy. He's mm. like, hey, uh, you want to chat with me? This guy in the handle bar mustache is just like, okay. He's like, where are you going? I don't know. And then uh, this other guy's like, away from the Jews. Yeah. And then he finally gets the guy that's in the front that's just like bald, skinhead looking dude covered in swastika tattoos. And he asks him, he's like, so where, where are you guys going? He's just like, the fucking Jew lovers are gassing us. <laughs> That's all he would say. Were they gassing them with... Uh, no, I, I don't know what gas? they mean. I okay, think he's right. metaphorically. Oh, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. metaphorically. Mm. So, And uh, he just... The Fox News guy said, ooh, pardon his French. Yeah. And then just stopped it. So, I don't know. But but mm. then it turned violent. Um, did you see that car just that mowed down a bunch of counter-protesters? Killed one person, injured like 34? Yeah, and it was uh, my old car, too. Oh, it was, oh, was a challenger. It a challenger? It was a challenger, yeah. Man, didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. So before the rally even started today, please shut it down for unlawful assembly. Thousands mm. of people were dispersed, but then it just became this, mm. uh, this melee and people fighting each other, uh, guys with bats and like you had Antifa guys, they're, they're, they're mass covered. And but- I, I got to say, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I would never you know, have predicted I, I, that. I didn't, know, I didn't know where that was goring, you know? Just... <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Do you think that a lot of those guys that are pictured, like the the the, the, the white bread assholes who are saying they're oppressed mm. in, in the picture of the tiki torches, do you think they're going to return to work on Monday and still have a job? Um, dude, they could they could get doxed. You know, they could get doxed. I mean, they're, that one yeah. picture is going to be all over the news. So could right. you imagine, like yeah. the next day you're at yeah. work, you're like, yeah. so what'd you do this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, your boss. Because you know you. it's like you know it's like he works in an office. You're like, you know, his desk right next to some like you know big black lady named Sheila. Well, the you know, one... and she'd be like, Greg, you got something you want to tell me? You know, like, what, like what definitely the... gonna be some workplace Weird. tension. Yeah, it's gonna be some tension there. there what are the guys? And, and before that, I, I'm sure Greg and Sheila had a real kind of moonlighting thing happening. You know, yeah, could have been. Mm. You know. At least, like, she'd bring cupcakes and offer him one. <laughs> right. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, this one guy looked like he could be, like, a Java developer or something at my office. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, I imagine there's some guys like that that are going to show up. And he's like, God, I should have worn a mask. Hmm. Instead, yeah. it's like, you know, you could have yeah. worn a Hitler mask. Instead, you mm-hmm. go show your face. Next thing you know, you're going to be calling the HR. And they're going to mm-hmm. be like, all right, well, we have a problem with this picture of you holding tiki torches at a Nazi rally. <laughs> Never goes over well. Yeah. Um, uh, I was selling tiki torches to the. Actually, that's a good business, though. Yeah, selling think, tiki torches to Nazis. I think what you should do actually do is sell that. real KKK replica torches, not tiki torches, real torches. Okay. So they can see, you know, so at least they can inspire yeah. some fear in some people. Yeah. Instead of that, I mean, it's just like all I think is like sweet. Let me get an extra umbrella in that uh, pina colada. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't think racial hatred. Yeah. Um, this is funny, actually. This, okay. the, I read this the other day that uh, so in preparation for the big Unite the Right rally, uh, Andrew Englund, who's the editor of the neo-Nazi website, The Daily Stormer, ah, which yes. I have bookmarked. I go there all the, the time. The Daily Stormer. The Daily Stormer. Mm. Uh, he has one tip for better PR. He says, we have to be hip. We have to be sexy. This means we have to look good. We have to look dangerous. We gotta have a sense of humor and we have to look powerful like we're in control because white supremacists are well known for their sense of humor they are those yeah. guys they yeah are. <laughs> they crack you up yeah they're a gas <laughs> um 
But that's the thing. If you've ever yeah. seen any of these rallies, yeah. and this rally, the Unite the mm. Rally, Unite the Right mm. rally that happened today mm. is is no exception. You'll notice a lot well, of I mean, people. But a lot of them are funny. Well, that's Ro- true. Ro- Robin Williams, you know? He wasn't. He, uh, yeah, I think he was. I think he I heard that somewhere. The, he was really yeah. a member yeah. of the alt-right. Yeah, uh, Lenny Bruce. <laughs> he was one. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Jeff Foxworthy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah uh, Elaine Boozler. Drew Carey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew Elaine Boozler. Yeah, yeah. was on the alt-right team, but yeah. hey. Even uh, Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- this is kind of funny, though. If you look at the mm-hmm. rally that happened today, you'll notice a lot of people who identify themselves as white supremacists. They're mm-hmm. the ones marching with their guns and the mm-hmm. KKK shirts. Not in the best of shape. No. A lot of these guys, big beer bellies. Yeah. You know, they have, uh, you know, um, shitty tattoos. Mm-hmm unkempt facial hair yeah they don't have personal trainers i'm sure you know well yeah well that mm. i think that's the thing though it's uh you know they, they make claims about belonging to the master race but look at them right can't even see his own genitals over that belly well i mean yeah i mean it's 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 no secret that in the you know the mid the south the middle west i mean a lot of the a lot of the nazis down there like much like myself are living off of government money well, that's true, but yeah. you could still go to the Goodwill. You could put together a uniform. You could put together some... St- I put together yeah. some very smart things. From, and so uh, yeah. Rangel says here, or Engel, England here, England, not Rangel, England. <laughs> he says that fat people should be allowed to join groups and be involved in the rallies, but we need to create a culture where we don't necessarily shame people, but we do look at them and expect them to get it together. Like, come on. That's like at least 60%... <laughs> Of their base, you know, are like angry white fat guys. I'm not going to call you fat ass. Yeah. But I will get you a subscription to Slim Fast. Right. Monthly thing. Just arrives in the mail. Just come on once a week. Yeah. You know, no more beer. Make it light beer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you look at their base, like all the people that are marching. How many people there you think are overweight? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's basically just like if you... If you cloned Kevin Smith in a lab, <laughs> essentially, is what you end up with. Yeah, there's a, a there's a distinct lack of women though marching. Yeah. Did you? Right. How many women did you see marching? I don't recall seeing any. I, I saw a couple. Mm. Okay, but it's, it's like I think they. Do you think they make the women stay at home? Like, were there women in the KKK? Like, did they were women allowed to no. wear the robes? No, they didn't wear the robes. No, so they had to just stay at home and just make more white supremacists. You know why they wore the robes, right? Why? Naked underneath? They, <laughs> no, they at first they started wearing them before they, they even called it that. They wanted to st- like when uh, you know um, uh, this was after slavery. So, but when there was like a black family that was they thought was being too uh, uppity or whatever, they would show up at night and they'd claim to be the ghosts of dead Confederate soldiers. So the ghost oh, outfits. So it's a ghost outfit. It's a ghost outfit. Oh, okay. so look it up, guys. Right. I'm serious. Yeah, well, yeah that it's probably a ghost works. Black people are kind of superstitious. I don't think it worked. They're I impressed think they're just by magic like... tricks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying in general. Maybe is there, is there a rally you should be at right now? <laughs> I think you should maybe go there. No, but I uh, can see that being like, you know what? Let's show up dressed up as ghosts with a big fucking torch. See, I, I think there was it was less the ghost thing and more so the uh, hey, all of these guys in hoods have torches and are on our lawn and my kids are inside i think that was more well, that could be too. i don't think they actually thought they were ghosts because you- it's not scooby-doo all right this was the reconstruction <laughs> you never know right? middle of the night you show yeah. up you wake up you're <laughs> like you look out your window there's a bunch of guys in white 
you know, outfits, yeah. <laughs> white robes. I wonder if it was because back then, whoever was like the grand pooba dragon or whatever, the KKK was like, you know what? You guys dress like shit. Yeah. Half of you are wearing fucking jean shorts. Yeah. The other half are wearing like, you know, cut off Confederate, uh, cut off sleeve Confederate uh, shirts or whatever. Let's just put a white robe over it so we all look the same. Yeah. So don't have to worry about trusting your own sense of style. <laughs> I wonder if that's how it started. Well, that's kind of yeah. sounds like what they want to do now because Richard Spencer. You know, he's part of one of those, like, alt-right hip Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's wearing, like, Ben Sherman tailored suits. Right. You know, it's like, he, he wants he's, everybody to look good. He's a handsome fella, you know? Well, the Nazis were quite fashionable. They were. I mean, who is it? Who Hugo is Boss. It? Uh, Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss yeah. designed all their suits. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think what they want to do is they want to... They want to change the fashion sense mm. of the uh, the white supremacist culture here in America. Right. So instead of get away from like the kid rock loving, you know, fat Confederate flag shirt wearing bearded man. Yeah. And shave that beard, put on a suit. They say here the he says he suggests extremely tight shirts. They they want you to wear extremely tight shirts, not baggy t shirts. Mm. Because nothing suggests like I'm a a fascist as you should fear yeah. in an extremely tight shirt. Okay. <laughs> also a popular thing to wear at the yeah. Folsom Street Fair. Yeah. Or any gay pride parade. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, about, uh, about shorts. Yeah. Very anti-shorts. Hmm. England stresses, serious men in serious situations are not wearing shorts. You know, on that much, I agree. Really? And, 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 <laughs> are you anti-shorts? And Tom, you know, Tom Ford has said, <laughs> has said the same for men. Tom Ford has said the same thing for, for, for decades now. So, you know. Well, that's the thing. I've always there thought that, go. too. It's just like, I'm not going to take you seriously if you're wearing fucking sandals. Because right. Because you're disgusting hobbit feet. Yeah. And you're wearing, like, jean shorts or, like, dockers or something. It's just, right. I, I look at him just like, what are you doing? I'm not going to take you seriously. Yeah. You know, wear some pants. Um, so, yeah. So, there you go. No jean shorts. No sleeveless Confederate flag t-shirts hmm. or Kid Rock t-shirts. You know, Confederate flag belt buckles. That might work. Mm. That might be fine. Only um, one Confederate flag fashion item to be worn <laughs> at one time. In the South, somehow that's actually a problem. It's like yeah, they got the belt buckle and they got the hat, or they got the t-shirt <laughs> and they got the fucking shoes or something. You know. But you know what's true though? David Duke ditched the Klan robes for a suit and tie, so it's not the first time they're trying to like style up the the racist. You know, hate mongers. Right. Well, I mean, you can't wear the robes to everything, you know. <laughs> I'm sure the robes are generally to. the purpose of the robes is to protect identity and to terrorize. Yeah. Yeah. So I like how uh, I got this from, uh, I think it was Death and Taxes. It might have been Daily Beast, but in the end mm. it says it doesn't really matter what they're wearing. It's just lipstick on a turd. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's, uh, that sums it up. Yeah. Lipstick on a turd. But I, yeah, I like the idea that they're trying to, they're trying to look not like fucking just rednecks yeah 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 well i don't think they're succeeding i don't know if you looked at the pictures of the rallies but i think it's funny that they're wearing like the donald trump golfing outfit yeah like yeah. is that the new uniform of hate yeah you know it's like let's put on some khakis yeah. and the white polo shirt tucked in yeah. your belly hanging out over the belt buckle with a red maga shirt yeah and now let's go get some pitchforks and tiki torches and sow some hatred. That's how it goes. I don't like how whenever... I feel like half the time when I see a picture of Donald Trump playing golf, I can see his underwear somehow. <laughs> you, you can sometimes see a panty line. And you I, ever I, notice that? Yeah. And I really, really don't like it. Yeah, it kills my boners not, for like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, this episode 596 here is sick and wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. 
And uh, phone calls after that. Before we get to our first story, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. And that's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. So uh, Harrison, you know, with all this uh, extra Skrilla that you're making here, selling that cryptocurrency. Yeah. You might be able to buy something, I think, that would be quite classy. Quite classy and quite impressive, especially to the ladies and to the people. Because uh, you said you might be working for Lyft. Yeah. So maybe if you're driving this around I'm in getting, Lyft, you get extra tips. As soon as I get my uh, background check goes through. Lyft and Uber or just Yeah, Lyft? both I've signed up for. Dude, if you're driving this vehicle that's been up for sale, you'd be making a lot of money via okay. Lyft. Well, what is it? The white Bronco using O.J. Simpson's chase is up for sale. Ooh. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> if it's like, who's picking me up? Oh, wow. It's... Uh, yeah. The, the white Bronco. That looks like O.J. Simpson's car. And then you pull in, you're like, no, this is actually O.J. Simpson's car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would tip you 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. If you pick me up and prove to me. Yeah. Like, if you had, like, the title, you're like, yep, this is it. Well, then I then I just start my own business. Be like, you get to go on the chase. We're going to go. <laughs> and then, like, we'll be... <laughs> And then we'll have like an OJ impersonator in the back seat with a gun. Like, oh man, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I should just kill myself in this situation. Yeah, it's like, OJ, don't put, don't put the gun down, you know. Yeah. How would, I, paid, I paid driving. to do that. Yeah. I, would, I would do it too. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the most famous car chases in history. Who is actually, I, I'm trying to remember who's actually driving. All I'll I can think you. of is it's Malcolm, it's Malcolm Jamal Warner is who played him in the fucking show. <laughs> and for a second, I thought it was actually Malcolm Jamal Warner. So the white Ford Bronco that carried O.J. Simpson as he tried to evade police in 1994 is going on the market. Mm. Uh, the car had been owned by Al Cowlings, A.C. Cowlings, Simpson's friend and former teammate. During the chase, Cowlings drove the car and spoke with police on his cell phone. Simpson, armed with a handgun, rode in the back after refusing to surrender in connection with the murder of his ex-wife, uh, Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Mm. So that's a good friend. Yeah, that's, that's a friend yeah. in need. Yeah, yeah, that that guy, that guy was like, you know what, OJ? You know, I played football with you, a good buddy of mine. Hop in the car, let's take a ride while police chase us and televise this police chase across the world. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I don't know if uh, you do that for me, maybe, but I'd probably have to pay you because it'd be on Lyft. Yeah, yeah, and then people would, <laughs> and then people wouldn't remember that I did it, and they'd think like, you know, Dwayne Wayne from a different world did it. So. <laughs> So the 60-mile-per-hour low-speed pursuit through Los Angeles was broadcast live around the world, catapulting this car into How history. How long was that fucking chase, anyway? Not that long. I think yeah. It was like 20 minutes or so. Because I you, feel like, how long can you go before you hit, tra you know? Traffic? Do you remember watching it? Uh, not really. I saw it on, I remember watching it on TV. Yeah. 
I, I saw. I, I didn't watch the whole. I, I, I'm like, this is a car we, chase. What's going? I don't care. I think we watched I it. Care. I think it happened. When we were at yeah. school. Mm-hmm. I think I watched it. Like the teacher put it on. Right. I can't remember if I was in college or '94. I might have been in college then, but I remember watching it on TV, and they're like, "Oh, check it out." Why? Uh, why? That's weird. Or it could have been. At, it could have been at the bar. I just recall being where somewhere. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I'm recalling like everyone's like watching the TV, like, "Holy shit, mm. that's pretty crazy." Mm. You know, that's O.J. Simpson being chased <laughs> by the police. Um, so after the chase, Cowling's famous Bronco was owned by Mike Gilbert, who is Simpson's agent. Gilbert said he bought it so it wouldn't be used in distasteful tours, much like you were just talking about. Ah, uh, yeah. So he didn't sell it on purpose. Well, that dearly to departed you. tour. Company. Same kind of thing. They, they love to do that, you know? Uh, he's kept it pretty yeah. much hidden ever since. So now, more than two decades later, he's offering it for sale on uh, this upcoming episode of Pawn Stars. Mm. So Pawn Stars on the History Channel. Sounds like somebody didn't invest his cryptocurrency properly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He says at one point he had been offered $500,000 for this Bronco. Why wouldn't you sell it? Yeah. Half a million dollars. Idiot. Um, he says he wants to sell it now to give the money to his kids. Mm. Imagine it must be taking up space. Um, wasn't there like a, a glove in the Bronco and a knife? Like where did they find the? Did they find something in the Bronco? They did find some shit in the Bronco. They also found a fake goatee. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> Was he trying to disguise himself to get on the plane? Was that yeah. the idea to go to LAX? Uh, yeah, the fake goatee and mustache, a bottle of makeup adhesive, receipts from a beauty store, Simpson's passport, and gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure O.J. Simpson just puts on. Uh, I'm sure O.J. Simpson just puts on that goatee, and then just like no one knows who he is. Right? Yeah, like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Are you evil, O.J. Simpson? Or oh, I'm sorry. O.J. Simpson's evil. O.J. Simpson. Never mind. Um, so uh, Gilbert tells one of the owners that the Bronco is the most viewed vehicle in history, ahead of the car that President Kennedy was riding in when he was assassinated. Hmm. I would rather have the Kennedy convertible. I would too. Than the, the O.J. Simpson Bronco. I wonder. But the we were talking about that. Who probably owns that? It's probably in a museum. Yeah. National History Museum. Belongs in a museum. Smithsonian yeah. probably has it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I hope it's just not some like like Jay Leno or some asshole, you know, yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, the, apparently the car. What about Hitler's car? Isn't that a thing? Isn't that? Or was that fake? Somebody had know. Hitler's car? Mm. So, what did he drive? Volkswagen? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Rolls Royce, maybe? You know? uh, the car drives fairly well for a 25-year-old vehicle. Um, he says it mm. wasn't driven too much, but if you're looking for an everyday ride, it's, it's quite out of that price range. If I had that car, I would be driving it to work every day. What year is it? Is the car? It's uh, 1994. Mm. Oh, wait, oh, okay. Actually, I'm not quite sure. 25-year-old mm. vehicle. It's 20, 25 years. Yeah, 1987? Yeah. Okay. So... No, 1990 something that's fine yeah that's fine Uh, a sports memorabilia expert here Jeremy Brown said that uh, and he's gonna he often goes on Pawn Stars to give his appraisals said he doesn't think the car's worth anywhere close to 500 grand no Um, he said if he was offered that he should have taken that he said Mm. that he doubts it'll go for more than 100 right so I doubt it would either but um, you never know every time the name Ford Bronco is brought up the first thing everybody thinks of is the car and the chase right so I, I, I could see somebody, some rich guy being like, that'd be an awesome thing to own. I guess so. But I mean, you, you know, you're going on a lot because the only way you can 
prove that it's you is like point to a news article that says that you bought it. You know, because yeah, it also just looks like a fucking white Bronco. But an old white Bronco. I mean, it's still how many old? There's probably a lot of them on the street. Yeah, right that's now, true. You know, I'd rather have uh, what was Burt Reynolds? Uh, is it Smokey and the Bandit? I'd yeah. rather have that Trans Am, the original one. And who was the Bandit in that I, movie? Uh, was he Sammy the Davis Jr. Really? No, it was Cannibal Run. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, I get God. them all mixed up. It's been a while, but I, think I just was, remember him driving no, around being like, bandit. "I'm the Bandit." I'm no, the ba- he's the I, bandit. I remember watching that as a kid, and I'm like, "What is? What is? I don't understand this. I didn't understand that movie. I didn't understand Cannibal Run. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. What, what's not what, to understand about what, Cannibal what's Run? Dom DeLuise? They were all racing against each other across the country. I didn't. I don't get it. And the Fuzz was trying to track him down. Smokey and the Bandit. There's a Smokey as the cop. The Bandit's Burt Reynolds, and he's cruising in the Bandit mobile. Which was what badass Trans Am. Why does he have to continually announce that he's the bandit? So you don't forget. Never forget (sighs) who the bandit is. (laughs) All right, what do you have here for the second story? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Sex toys and strippers. New Jersey finance firm settles raunchy office lawsuit. Ooh. So, so I don't this, know. This kind of goes right in your territory. It, oh here. yeah, my, you my, got an MBA. You're selling on the market. The high stakes world. Yeah, of, the high uh, stakes world of finance. Of finance. Yeah. <laughs> this could have been you. Yeah, it could have been me. Except now I work in an office where I'm just getting fucking poked by my cat every fucking twenty <laughs> minutes for no reason. You know, <laughs> masturbating twice an hour. <laughs> That was the uh, best thing about working from home. You could jack off anytime you wanted to. It's a it's a it's a mixed blessing, you know. Yeah, you get tired of it. Eventually. Yeah, it, it starts to. Set, what does he say in that? The, the, what do they tell Steve McQueen in um, uh, Papillon in that movie with Dustin Hoffman where they go to prison oh, yeah. in Guyana, and he has to go. He has to let go in the he, for like ten years, and he can't say anything in the oh, cell. Oh, he goes if it feels like, like more than two fingers, it's probably a dick. No, he's like oh. don't. He's like. <laughs> They're like, don't masturbate. It saps the spirit. Because <laughs> it's like the only thing you could do in there. But apparently if you do, they don't give you enough really food to live. So you Oh, okay. May so not it takes so, your energy. Yeah, yeah, it takes your energy. Mm. Anyway. So this is kind of like, it's a, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of uh, you know, Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe if you watch that show, Billions. I haven't um, seen that, but I like Wolf of Wall Street. You know, this is kind of like the, uh, I don't know. The, the like strip club in the same uh, in the in the same fucking uh, strip mall as Olive Garden equivalent of billions. Okay, that's what this is right here. So, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, eat your heart out. Uh, Mo- a Monmouth County finance firm called Corporate Bailout LLC, which is a great sign, um, had strippers and dominatrixes at work. Sex toys on desks, penis cake birthday parties, managers betting employees for raises, and a wild and hostile sex-driven corporate atmosphere, according to a recent lawsuit filed by the company's former human resources director. Wow, that must have been a tough job to be an HR director at a place like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, as soon as you show up, you're like, I gotta do what? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I, I think it's like probably like Sean Spicer. You know, it's probably like that kind <laughs> of job. Review our harassment yeah. policy here. Uh, so, and there was a video and pictures to prove it. Hmm. Not that it matters anymore. 
Uh, Did you see the video? I should show you, send you the video. Maybe we'll post it on the on the page. It's basically just this big fat guy in a polo shirt lying on his back while this chubby stripper, she was kind of chubby, mm. um, was just kind of whipping him with like one of those like you know leather cat of nine tails and then sitting on him, bouncing <laughs> on him, and then everybody in the office is cheering and laughing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's doesn't sound too it's bad. appropriate yeah. yeah well wait until you hear the the whole story here before you for you and this is in this is like in this isn't this isn't like close to new york new jersey this is like down near fucking princeton new jersey you know how far away is that from manhattan uh, a couple uh two three hours oh wow so it's far yeah okay. two hours all right, all right. yeah it's like southern new jersey it's closer to philadelphia than it is to new york oh, okay yeah and a lot of that area is is uh you know Filled with finance bros? <laughs> no. No, it's not. It's filled with... I don't even know what it's filled with, but it ain't good. All right? I'll take your word Other than it. Princeton University, which also fucked Princeton. Anyway, uh, so... <clears throat> good God. The suit alleged that the company is the epitome of a sexually hostile working environment that is rivaled by what is shown in the movie Boiler Room and Wolf of Wall Street. The, this case concerns the corporate culture of a predatory lending and debt relief firm that is so sexually aggressive, morally repulsive, and unlawfully hostile, read the complaint. Hmm. As alleged, defendants shamelessly created a sexual harassment playground fueled by drugs and alcohol and swarming with hand-picked young women rewarded for dressing and behaving provocatively, all in order to indulge their misogyny and vulgar sexual perversions. <laughs> How, that, this is the funny thing about it. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street was set in the 80s, right? Uh, yeah, I believe the late 80s. So this is happening now? Yeah, yeah. Like, why, like, on what planet do they live on that they think they get away from this? Southern New Jersey is kind of a... Like, they think that no one's going to find out? Well, because here's the... Well, finance is like... It's a very much a boys club. And, um, I mean, obviously this wouldn't happen in New York City, I don't think, to, 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 from what I'm going to say here. Um, it would have been the 80s, probably. Oh, in the 80s, yeah. sure. Um, but it's it's very much a boys club. It's very like a, you know, testosterone-driven atmosphere. So it's like generally the women that work in finance uh, are like fucking hardcore, you know, yeah, because yeah, they've, yeah. they've like got Wearing into that system. Power suits or badasses. Yeah, they like they've, they've actually, you know, r risen in a system that is, you know, not, that's kind of against them to do that. And so do, they, like, do they have increased testosterone levels? A lot of these women, when you're in that environment? They act like it. They act like it, you know? <laughs> and enlarged clitoris? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, I know I what you're saying, though. If yeah. you have to deal yeah, yeah, with yeah. these type of row yeah, assholes yeah, yeah, on yeah. a regular basis, yeah. you develop like a thicker skin for this type of behavior. Right, yeah. And so you become kind of a badass. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, yeah, that was all said by what I just said with... R. Armin McAmber is an attorney. Of okay. This, which wow. is just the greatest. R. Armin McAmber. <laughs> R. Armin McAmber. Yeah. Wow. This is, but also, keep in mind that this ain't fucking Goldman Sachs here. This is some like... Yeah, this is fucking, like corporate bailout yeah, yeah. LLC or something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically it's, companies that are going out of business. They like essentially fuck them over, give them more money, 
at a rate they can't yeah. afford and you know predatory so, lending yeah predatory lending it's 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 some shady shit guys so <clears throat> so among i have a list of allegations here bear with me because they, they, they're pretty fucking pretty crazy man if but the thing is if i was like even like the stockroom clerk there if i was just like working in the mail room i would have been like you know what i'm going to go get a lawyer and i'm going to sue this place because it's i'm going to sue the owners of this place because of sexual harassment and guarantee they're going to settle because how could you fight how could you fight this it's a weird company you know i don't know because it sounds this company sounds really shady okay um all right so but, what do they do Okay, so defendants regularly flirt with, grope, touch, and gawk at women working at the office. They make sexual advances and sexually charged comments toward female employees. Defe yeah, okay, the, yeah, not too it's, bad. It's All right, I could deal All with right. that. <clears throat> defendants also inappropriately leer at female employees and look at their bodies up and down in a sexually flirtatious manner consistently engage in inappropriate physical contact with female employees, incessantly harass female employees for sexual favors, or to engage a sexual relationship and other inappropriate conduct. So I'm picturing like Snooky working there, because what other woman in her right mind who has a you know college degree mm. would work in this type of environment? Don't you think when you go to the interview, you're like, okay, you're an asshole. I'm not going to get, I'm going to get out of here. I, the, the impression I got from reading this is that most of the women who work in this office aren't actually like um, analysts or traders or, you know, they're support the receptionists staff. Receptionists or support, support staff, staff like yeah, a yeah. coordinator or something. Yeah, because okay. I don't think this a woman would work at a firm like this if she was qualified to actually be a, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean it it's from stupid. the get-go. I bet yeah. you even from just the, the mm. email exchanges, mm. you'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so uh, female employees are explicitly encouraged and sometimes required to wear crop tops, backless dresses, and short skirts, among other provocative and skin-bearing clothing. <laughs> so they have a uniform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It'd be great it's if like, they're like, you have to wear the Hooters outfit. Yeah. We bought a bunch of them. Yeah. Instead of Hooters, we have corporate bailout LLC. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so uh, the defendants decorated the office with genital-themed garland and sex toys, hired strippers to give lap dances, and engage in other sexual conduct with individual defendants. These are the same type of dudes that go to strip clubs for their friend's birthday. Yeah. You know, or his graduation from college, and then inevitably try to stick their finger in a girl's butthole and then gets the shit beat out of them by the bouncers. Yep. These are the type of dudes that mm -hmm. do that. You know who I am? <laughs> oh, cute. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. A female sales representative was called to an office by Mancino. Mancino is the guy, one of the guys uh, in charge here, uh, yelling, Wendy, get your tits in here. <laughs> Wait, is it the mooch that works there? Yeah, it's the mooch. Uh, the mooch? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think he was trying to foster this type of environment at the White House, though. Right, right. Kelly, yeah. get your tits in here. So yeah, uh, Mark Man Mark Mancino and uh, Michael Hamill are co-owners of this place, so they're they're that's who they're talking about here. Uh, so when they called in Wendy, Mancino and Hamill were heard taking turns motorboating her breasts. <laughs> so they 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 were being literal, just literally literally, motorboating her breasts. Li literally get your tits in here so wow. we can motorboat them. 
So were they taking a break during like an executive meeting? Like, you know, they're they're reviewing some portfolio and like, hold on a second. Let's take a little quick donut break. Mm. Wendy, get mm. your tits in here. Yeah. Got a motorboat. In a management meeting, Mancino and Hamill debated in front of Orlando about their ideal sexually attractive employee. The men discussed young girls changing their clothing outside of their office. Mancino and Hamill immediately asked, are the girls hot? And if so, to take some video of it and send it to them. Mancino and Hamill also stated, but if the girls are fatties, then forget it. <laughs> Do you think they had a sign, just no fatties? No fatties, yeah. I, I bet you these guys, the Mooch and Mancino yeah. and the other guy, go down to like the local deja vu and they're like, hey, you want a job? I can get you a job, baby. Yeah. I'll get you out of here. <laughs> You're the new secretary. Well, uh, fun, funny... You should say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they probably Yeah, did. yeah. yeah. Uh, a 22-year-old woman was hired by Mancino as a customer service representative and was hired after they met at a gym. She wore provocative outfits to the office, was paid $60,000 a year, and had unlimited access to a corporate credit card despite her limited experience. Mancino began an affair with her and instructed employees not to tell his wife, who eventually found out and filed for divorce. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> It was fun while it lasted. Hey, what are you hey. going to do? I thought I told you not to tell her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, individual defendants also bring blow-up. Let's say you want to get a job at this place, right? Defendants bring blow-up sex dolls with exposed breasts into interviews with potential new male employees. The defendants tell new male hires that this is how we do business here. This is what you're getting yourself into. Have you ever been in an interview with a sex doll? Wait a second. So these guys just yeah. graduating college, go yeah. interview at the place. Yeah. And he's got a blow-up doll mm. with her tits out, mm. sitting there right next to him, on the chair next to him? Yeah. Or, or, maybe, they, or maybe, it, maybe it's under the desk, and then all of a sudden they like pull it out, of, you know. Yeah, I've been on a few interviews yeah. in my life. i got to say, I'm a little impressed with that one. I yeah. think I might actually be like... Yeah. Really? It's no. I've never been to an interview with a blow-up doll, but I'm interested in learning more about this work atmosphere. I mean, it's a good way to. It's a commonly used tactic to to see how the the you know the applicant will respond to pressure. Yeah. Uh, Google does it right. Ask right after they ask you uh, why are manhole covers round. You know, <laughs> they're they're puzzle questions. He didn't so. put the doll on him, did he? Like, did he make it give him a lap dance yeah. or something? Simulate a lap dance with yeah. the doll, and you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see these guys doing that. It's like, all right, last thing you got to do, and I'll give you this job, $120,000 a year. You just got to fuck that doll in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, get your tits in here for this. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Alessi, another uh, executive there, habitually tells female employees to suck my dick. When he is frustrated or upset at the office, Alessi also discussed his desire to engage in sexual relationships with numerous female employees. Ow. Uh-huh. Older male managers obsessively pursue and engage in sexual relationships with younger female employees, and they use their money and power to coerce female employees into engaging in sexually promiscuous conduct in the workplace. Wow, this, <laughs> this does sound like a great atmosphere to work in. Look, I look, can see myself succeeding there. Look, you want to eat at Red Lobster tonight or not? Get your fucking head under the desk. Come on. 
Let's do this. Uh, oh my God. I yeah, would love yeah. to be on the jury at this trial. This would be the quickest, this would be the fastest trial, the fastest decision I think you've ever made as a jury. Uh, the, the few women who were not willing to participate in or, uh, um, or who complained about stuff uh, were shunned, ostracized, and terminated. Oh. Yeah. They have small titties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the uh, Itty Bitty Titty Committee. <laughs> you, you guys go over there into that yeah. office. We're yeah. going to call that office the Itty Bitty Titty Committee yeah. office. Yeah, we don't want, 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 want none of you surfboards in here, all right? <laughs> Fuck that. A landing strip okay. for jumbo jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the corner office for Wendy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the tipping point was when the strippers and numerous blow-up dolls were brought to the office for Hamill's birthday. Orlando said she was called a tight ass. She's one of the uh, plaintiffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when she questioned a request for petty cash to pay for the strippers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it's amazing. Wow. It's fucking amazing. Profit sharing. Yeah going on here yeah I, I don't know you because you can write that off uh so yeah uh, in in the uh, in the open office the stripper play the strippers played dominatrixes and used sex toys on the defendants who drank heavily and became aroused orlando said she received many complaints from employees about the party and asked mancini not to have another one <laughs> What did he say? Mancini told Orlando that if she did not lighten up, she would be replaced. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Orlando said Marino tried to grab her buttocks from behind, and her complaints to management were ignored. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That would. This would be a tough place to be in HR, mm. because it's like you could complain about all this, you know, uh, uh, untoward sexual uh, mm. harassment and other activities. But then you go to HR, then they go to the executives and be like, hey, mm. you know, you guys are the ones that are doing this. Mm. So it's like, I don't even, why even have an HR office right. at this point? <laughs> yeah. Well, just, it, um, Orlando said she was fired after Mancino told her to resolve her issues when she told him the sexual behavior had to stop. Wow. So hey, you, if you got hangups, that's, that's your problem, not mine, you know? So all four oh. plaintiffs, were they all female? Not even one gay dude was upset. Um, I'm sure they didn't hire any gay nope. dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because that guy would have just been just the point yeah. of ridicule. There yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the office. So yeah. yeah, four four women. Yeah. Make a suit against them. How long did this go to trial for? <laughs> what, like two hours? Uh, well, basically. Um, Where's the thing? It says that the matter has been fully and finally resolved. Settlement. All allegations have been withdrawn and the case will be dismissed promptly. The parties look forward to putting this behind them. Settlement. There had to have been a yeah, settlement. Yeah. Probably a multi-million dollar settlement. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's like, sure, you face some awful sexual harassment in the workplace. You know, mm -hmm. some of the things, the, the, the behavior of these guys is inexcusable. However, you just got... Two million dollars. <throat> yeah. I think that's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean... Buy a lot of therapy for that. Yeah. But, so is uh, the place still in business then? It seems like it is, but it's like... It, se it seems a little fly-by-night. Nobody would answer the phone at corporate bailout. And then there's, there's a couple of other 
company names it does business as. The number on the website for American Funding Group was disconnected. <laughs> Do you think they toned it toned it down after the settlements? Um, possibly. Yeah, I wonder. Just like got rid of a couple. Just a couple blow up dolls are gone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the uh, the sheep blow up doll. Let's just put that in the closet. You know, maybe fired a couple stripper slash customer service reps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got it. You know, this time we just don't get none of them fucking uh, uptight broads. We got to be professional yeah. here, all right? Let's get the high class escorts, mm. all right? <laughs> you can make $80,000 a year, honey. You just yeah. got to wear a tight dress. How, how shiny do you think that guy's suit is? Shark skin, definitely very yeah. shiny. Okay. How shiny do you think his hair is? Oh my god! <laughs> so sh- like blinding. Yo, Harrison, that could have been you. That could, you with your MBA, you could have got a job there. And if that yeah. guy would have been like, "Hey, you want to fuck the blow up doll?" Yeah. Would you have been like, "Nah," but I'll, I don't mind working there. Well, I've had to do not stuff like that, but I've had you know when you have to like humor people that aren't like you. Yeah, yeah, and you like know, go along with the crowd. I mean, I had to do that in business school because most I, I'm not yeah, like that, That's the thing. I'm amazed that you went in yeah. for a business degree mm. being that. I know this is a generalization here, mm. which I'm prone to, mm. but most of the guys in B school are kind of like those dudes. Mm. And and the funny thing is, is I was actually like one of the presidents of the, like, not my whole class, but a, a section of it. Wow. I yeah, so you're like into it. You I, wasn't in, I wasn't into it. It's just like, if you could, honestly, in a lot of these situations, if you can tell like a few jokes on the fly, make a couple of people laugh, they'll vote for you. It doesn't matter. Hmm. And then they like I you. wasn't even trying to get elected. I was just like, ah, it's some funny. You lived yeah. in Rhode Island, not too far from Jersey. Yeah. You totally could have gotten a job here. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I worked, I, I, I was a telemarketer at a mortgage company. We were trying to get people to like refinance their mortgages at lower interest rates, and and there was a guy there. His name was like John Solani, and you could still smoke in offices at this point because it was like 1995 or something. And he'd be like, "Look, I tell he was he was like just one of those guys, <laughs> like you know? the mooch. Yeah, yeah, just just fucking chain smoking and 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 uh, unfortunately, I, there, I don't think there were any attractive women for him to." To, uh, uh, to harass to harass but, you know, <laughs> he would have been doing it so. that would have been great it's like yeah. Wendy get your tits in here yeah. Harrison motorboat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he always had to tie like like a you know like a detective you know where like the top button's undone and oh, it's like the tie's yeah. a little loose like Columbo yeah it's a little loose it's, but it's like yeah yeah it's a lot so, of work mm-hmm. you know it's stressed out. Yeah. All right. Last uh, last story we got here. A few people sent this in. I forget. I, th- I think someone on Facebook sent it in. Actually, mm-hmm. horrified McDonald's customers watch naked man inject drugs into his testicles. At what point, Harrison? You're, you're a former uh, former heroin abuser. Mm-hmm. At what point do you have to inject heroin into your bollocks? Man, because well, there's plenty of veins all over. Why your balls? Yeah, but eventually you like I. I remember in my heyday, I couldn't do my um, my arms. I had to do my hands. Then I couldn't do my hands. I had to do my feet. Wow! And I was injecting into my feet. And it's weird because there's this kind of like weird junky like hierarchy. I remember I was talking to somebody like a like a friend of mine who later got addicted to heroin, and. Uh, I, you know, I didn't know what her whole deal was, but I was on heroin for like three years. So I was like, 
I'm, I thought I outranked her. And then I was talking to her, and then I realized she actually was shooting up in her, like, thigh, like, you know, thigh vein. And I was like, oh, I had to, like, defer to her. And I was like, oh, okay, well... Well, so that's like she more was hardcore a, than yeah, injecting like into your, your somehow your, on the junkie high foot? Freemason hierarchy. She uh, she trumped me. You know? <laughs> so where do balls rank in this? That's that's like because <laughs> what you if you were if you're getting to that point, I don't know if you do the balls first or if you do the thing where you go <laughs> and then you hit the jugular oh, into vein. Your neck, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or not the judge, whatever the fucking vein is in here. Yeah, neck. but, but one, one thing about this, though, is would you want to do it? Like, I can understand shooting up into your genitalia because no one's going to see it. Mm. You know, people are going to see track marks on your arms, or your hands. I've heard horror stories about shooting up, and, you know, it could fuck shit up. Yeah, I imagine. God. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so uh, a woman described her horror after seeing a naked man injecting drugs into his testicles outside the toilets. Of a city center branch at McDonald's. Got to do it at McDonald's. Do you think they had a playland at this McDonald's? I hope so. <laughs> I love it. You ever go? To the, you ever see those McDonald's that have a separate area for the playland, but then it's just empty? Yeah, and I it's love like, it, but it's like with glass. Yeah, 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 and it's like oh, it's, it's creepy. It's like weird, you know, Jean Paul Sartre's child's playland but if if i ever had a kid i would never let them anywhere near that playland no think of the diseases in those balls in the ball pit and i feel like if you're at mcdonald's your your threshold for being horrified is pretty high yeah it's pretty high well this woman definitely crossed it so uh merseyside police this happened in the uk uh they confirmed they were called to the lord street branch of mcdonald's at around 8 30 a.m uh to reports that a man had exposed himself to a woman an eyewitness described how the naked man lifted up his genitals and injected himself with a drugs needle into his scrotum. Uh, the old drugs needle. The drugs huh? needle yeah. into his scrotum. <laughs> As opposed to a regular syringe. Yeah, this yeah. is a drugs yeah. needle. Uh, she also claims the man was making strange noises throughout the incident. Mm. Uh, the man was then locked in the toilets by a member of the McDonald's staff who called police. Strange noises. Was he in the bathroom when this happened? No, he was right outside he was of the outside. bathroom. Yeah. Why didn't he go in the bathroom? Maybe someone's in the bathroom. And he was oh waiting and he just couldn't wait. What Dude. do you think by strange noises? Like, was he singing Werewolves of London yeah. or something? Um, officers arrived at the restaurant and arrested the man for breaching the peace who was bound over. Meaning if he commits a, a similar offense, he could be charged. So I guess he did recommit. Hmm. Uh, the woman who wants to remain anonymous, described how she was left crying her eyes out after witnessing the incident, then locked herself in a bathroom until she was sure it was over. Uh, Come on. I mean, come on. You're going to McDonald's. Yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. And I mean, come on. I don't know. You've never seen a naked guy before. You've never seen it, you know? Well, that's the thing. I think maybe we're a bit jaded because we live in like a large (laughs) metropolitan area. But I remember going to McDonald's in New York City. Yeah. Going to McDonald's in LA. Yeah. You never know what you might encounter. Oh, yeah. In San Francisco, a naked homeless guy, Mm. at least he wasn't eating his feces. Right. I've seen that on the Muni, on the bus in San Mm. Francisco. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, it's disgusting. Coprophilia. Yeah. Mm. I've seen uh, I've seen uh, uh, trans women like blowing homeless guys, like blowing dudes, like okay. trans prostitutes blowing homeless trans prostitutes blowing other dudes yeah. in a McDonald's bathroom before. I've seen that in my house. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, 
That's what I'm saying. It's like to cry your eyes out. Yeah. It's like, come yeah. on, don't you even watch TV? Yeah. Like, what? Like, yeah. It's, it's SVU. I mean, come on. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. Whatever. She said, I go in every morning for my yeah. cup of tea before work, and I went to use the loo, and I just saw the man. She should have thrown the tea on him. That would have been funny. Yeah. But that's another thing. Just don't use the bathroom at a, at a metropolitan fast food restaurant. It's some, disgusting. Some women just ha- like, they have to go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah, but a bathroom at a McDonald's is like a bathroom at a gas station. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gross. bad. It's pretty bad. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. Um, he was outside the toilets, completely naked, injecting something into his scrotum and making this noise. I like how no one else noticed this. This yeah, guy's butt yeah. naked in front of the bathrooms. I would have been like, you know, if you had to go take a leak, walk yeah. over there and be like, oh, get out my phone. Yeah. Start taping. Um, no one told the, the staff. Uh, she says, I don't know if it was a sexual noise or if it was relief from injecting himself, but it was disgusting. It was awful. So she ran to the woman to lose, hysterical, couldn't stop crying, had to stay in the restaurant for about 30 minutes before she went to work, and then was crying all day mm. at work. And so when her boss was like, Wendy, get your tits in here, yeah. she couldn't do it because she was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe up those tears. I'll give you something to cry about. <clears throat> I can't, I saw the whole scrotum opium hobo. <laughs> so what? What is the deal with this? Is ma- is he making one of those like? Do you think it was like a relief noise from yeah. finally injecting? I think it's a relief noise because especially when you get to the point when you're. I mean, I don't even know what happens when you get to the point where you're not even going into the public bathroom because when you're a junkie, you have to go into public bathrooms a lot to shoot up. Well, yeah, because you live on the streets. Even, even if you don't. It's just because it's convenient. You gotta do it every fucking eight hours. Wouldn't you, you just know? wait though to go home? No. Where did you prefer to go? Um, I've done it in Starbucks bathrooms, work bathroom at work. Dunkin' public, Donuts? A lot of public bathrooms, yeah. Did you have? Did you prefer a Starbucks bathroom over yeah. like a McDonald's yeah, or a Taco Starbucks, Bell? Starbucks bathroom. Because you could lock those. It's usually yeah. one stall, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why some Starbucks don't have those anymore. Well, I noticed uh, yeah. there's a couple here. Yeah. That don't allow that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, the noise is uh, because when you get to the point where it's like really hard to hit a vein, um, you keep your, your, all your concentration is going into the look, looking for the vein. So you're like, and then it's like, you're like, oh my God, am I going to have to, because then like a little bit of blood gets in there, but not, a, but you don't hit the vein. So then you have to finish the shot before the blood clots. Um, and then you're like, oh shit, oh shit. And when you actually, managed to hit it and you see blood go in it's like uh, it's like a this is better than an orgasm it's just seeing the blood is is like a like a Pavlov fucking thing wow know? so yeah. this was a he was definitely making like a, a noise mm-hmm. of relief mm-hmm. like exclamation of relief here. yes but I have just... never injected into my scrotum so I don't know <laughs> if there's some added bonus to that you know you know, the skin is so thin on your mm-hmm. scrot mm-hmm. that you think you easily could see a vein but what if you miss the vein? Ooh, Heroin man. right into your balls. Yeah, I think those are thin veins, man. Ugh. So right after this happened, you know, she uh, runs in the bathroom and then an employee like pushed the guy in the bathroom and locked him in there. <laughs> I would not have wanted to have to be that guy. No. You don't pay me enough no, at McDonald's that. to push a hobo. Needle guy, naked needle A naked needle hobo guy? with a needle yeah. sticking a, out of his balls with into a, a bathroom. With a drug needle, no less. Yeah. I mean, I'd maybe get a hose and spray him down and get him to run outside, mm. but I'm not going to like, yeah, push, I'm not going to make contact. 
Uh, the woman now says the incident has, has left her so shaken. She's been unable to revisit the branch for her usual morning cup of tea. Just go to Burger King. Yeah, go to fu- whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Um, go to Pret a Manger or whatever, you know? Yeah, that probably never happens there. Okay. A member of staff stayed with her for about 25 minutes afterwards and made sure she was okay, which is quite odd because that would yeah. never happen in the U.S. Right. Like fast food people, they, they don't even like to give you yeah. extra hot sauce. You know, you never notice that? It's like, hey, you gave me two hot Can I get four? They're like, what? Yeah. And they just kind of give you that look of like, what do you want? You're holding up the line. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'm fine. You know, it's, it, that's, that's why I'm comforting the woman after this. I mean, I, I saw people that needed less consoling after fucking 9-11, you know? <laughs> like, I don't understand. What, what's the fucking problem here, guys? Come on. Tough uh, it up. That's the thing. We're in Jesus an opioid Christ. crisis right yeah. now. Get yeah. used to it. This yeah. is going to be a common sight, people. Yeah, carry your Narcan. Or maybe just go through the fucking drive-thru. Yeah. Don't, who goes into fast food restaurants? I don't know. Anyway, mm. people send your stories to around podcasthotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. Before we get to our first call, though, here's another word from our sponsor. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Remember, people, when you call the Sick and Wrong hotline, Leave it under, like, three minutes. Just three minutes. That's your goal. Don't call back, like, 12 times, leaving three-minute phone calls each time. Right, like that, like that scene in Swingers. Oh, yeah, Remember? fucking dude. <laughs> Don't make me have to think about the movie Swingers. I thought I'd left that in the past. We had a fucking dude this week Thank call you. in a shit story over, like, I don't know, five calls. Each call, three minutes. It was, like, a 15-minute call. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we're not going to play that on the show. It's like you an know? old serial, you know? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's way too long. At the movies, you know? Way too long. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, keep it on three minutes. There's mm, a good chance mm. we'll play it on the show. Yeah. However, I do keep the old calls because we might be uh, releasing them as outtakes. Ah, yeah. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Anyway, the first call we got uh, this week is from a, uh, a guy who has a work story, a sick and wrong work story. Okay. Hey, sick and wrong. It's Dan been listening for fucking forever. It's Stanel? I thought Donald is what you okay. said. I don't know. Feels like. Um, well, I have an endless supply of second wrong stories thanks to my job at Pallet One. Um, calling you from Maine and. He said Pallet One? Pallet One. Pallet One. Do you know that? No. I never heard that? of it either. What I don't know. That? I imagine they manufacture pallets. Okay. You know, I don't know, shipping pallets. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe he has a lot of story about pallets. You know. Well, he works there. He probably works in like right, a warehouse yeah. okay. or something. Lots of good stories in a warehouse. I'll make sure you won't get pallet one. <laughs> All right. Fucking pallet one just has an endless slew of sick and wrong individuals, as you get to hear about on a daily basis. Like the one I'm going to tell you about. There's this guy, this deaf guy that was working there. And he would play pranks on people by, like, saying that somebody, like, well, here's the phone. It's for you in the break room, you know, and people mm-hmm. would just grab the phone from him. But... Yeah. Wait, this guy was deaf. Yeah. 
Okay, so he was deaf, and he'd play a prank saying, hey, someone called in the prank room and handed hand the phone to somebody. Yes. As if he could hear the call. Um, the deaf people could use uh, texting, though, right? Well, you know, phones, they have the lights that blink. We have lights that blink, but it's like he's picking up. It's not like he's, you know, in the break room, grabs mm. the phone. Uh, you know, you'd be, I, if I was him, I was like, how, how would you be able to answer that phone? How do you know who it's for? You're obviously pranking me. <laughs> Don't try to pull one over D here, deaf guy. Yeah, the, the f- phones <laughs> have been impenetrable to the deaf for, for fucking, uh, since their inception. I think the you deaf know? have pagers. Yeah. They carry pagers around. That sounds like the title to a, the worst detective novel I've ever heard. The deaf have pagers. <laughs> All right. And they're like, hello? And no one's there. And the guy's fucking deaf, you know? And I go, yeah, it was weird. I never encountered one of these, but uh, all the guys told me about it. And, um, well, recently. Oh, you were right. Okay. I'm, all right. I'm an idiot. All right. So, like, fucking guy's in prison now because he, uh, beat his wife to death with a baseball bat in the middle of her sleep. <laughs> Wait, the deaf guy prankster? Uh, uh, yeah. Beat his wife to death in the middle of her sleep. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even. I, Who would marry a deaf guy? That's the worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. That's, I'm I, joking. I'm I, joking. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to compile a top 20 <laughs> list of like the worst things you've ever said since I started doing the show. I'm just saying. That's going to be up there. I'm just saying it would be annoying. Right. Because you know, a lot of women are like, you never listen to me. Right. I'm deaf. What do you expect? All right, Seinfeld. <laughs> I thought that was pretty fucking sick and wrong. Thought I'd share it with you guys. Well, take it sleazy. Jeez. So that was sick and wrong. It definitely was. <laughs> it wasn't so much of a story as it was um, a, an illustration of the just just the, the chaotic mess of 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 terror and despair that life can often be. Well, what I was saying is the despair of the modern workplace. Mm. You know, this is what you have to encounter. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I'm, I wonder about, so I have a lot of, you know, workplace bros, mm-hmm. so to speak, like, you know, friends at work that I hang out, go have lunch with, and mm-hmm. I'm friends with. And I imagine if, like, they went and got another job, let's still keep in touch because we're friends. Mm-hmm. But let's say you work with this guy, you're friends with this guy, he beats his wife to death with a baseball bat. Is that the end of your friendship? Are you going to be prison pal? Are you going to send him like pen pals? Are you going to yeah, send him a letter? I think that's the end of your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to be friends with ge- him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, because how many jobs have you had where you, it's like you f- f- work friends with people, but you move on and you don't ever talk to them again. Except I mean, every I now and then. It happens. Every now they'll and then. send you a message on LinkedIn Facebook about some bullshit. And then you don't even see it until six months after you get it because who the fuck looks at LinkedIn? Well, I'm friends with some people in my old job on Facebook, kind of, you right. know, every now and then I'll comment on something. But I imagine if, like, you know, he beat his wife to death, mm. I probably, yeah, would, would think twice about contacting him. Right. But then again, I don't know the circumstances. So you're not going to be inviting him to pay, play Candy Crush, is what you're saying? <laughs> no Farmville yeah, yeah, with that guy. Okay. All right, yeah, we'd love to hear more Palette One stories. Uh, keep us posted on that. Uh, second call we got here is uh, some tough love 
from a female listener who's uh, quite upset yeah. about recent fans' um, treatment of Harrison. Okay. Hey, Dean Harrison. This is Snow Bunny from Alberta. Listen since day one, but I've never called until now. Listening to episode 594 and that little douche nugget, panty waist, calling and bitching and complaining about Harrison. It's, it's the meanest thing I've ever heard a Canadian say. <laughs> douche nugget? Yeah. Yeah, she's mad. Because <laughs> usually they're like, you know, hey, I don't want to make a fuss or nothing, but could you stop punching me in the face there? <laughs> you know? You knucklehead. Yeah. He thinks he's such hot shit, and he has so much input that he has to put out there, then why does he start his own fucking podcast and shut his little trap? Fuck Wait, yeah. No? Mm. He hasn't seen the outside of a basement in five years? He doesn't know how to interact with another human being? God damn. Then he should just listen to the free podcast and shut the fuck up. Ooh. Miseration. Hey, Harrison, you're doing a great job. Everybody else is bitching and complaining about Lance. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> He's done. He's over. Harrison adds a great element to the show. If you don't like it, fucking get a life and move on. Otherwise, shut the fuck up, enjoy the show, and eat a dick. That's all. Love you guys. Hmm. Bye. Damn. And when do you get your tits in here? <laughs> Wow, there you go. Yeah. Um, Did you pay her to make that call? No, oh, okay. no, that but, wasn't uh, but right. going on historical data, uh, on some brief calculations, I could say that there's probably a 35% chance I will have sex with this woman at some point. <laughs> Ju I've just made that calculation based on historical data, okay? You know, she's going to call so, back next week now and be like, yeah. what a fucking asshole yeah. that guy is. <laughs> But but there you go, people. You know, go start your own fucking podcast, douche nugget. Yeah. Let's uh see who listens. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Uh but that that's good though. See so you got some people that love you. It, I've noticed it's always the female fans that love Harrison. Hmm. Casanova over here. <laughs> I'm just pretty much reviled by all. So it's good. <laughs> um anyway, the the last call we got here. The last call we mm. got here is a two parter from a guy. He likes to butt chug things. He's a butt chugger, this okay. guy. He's a butt chugger. He's a butt chugger. Hey, sick and wrong. Uh, this is uh, Cali Bear. Uh, so I'm joining a fr uh, fraternity at my school Don't. at uh, Chico State. Mm. And um, I was at the little initiation thing or whatever where they, you know, get the recruit stuff. I feel like fraternities are different now, though. You know? No, they still do the same shit. Don't you do read they? about all those guys that die in hazing? Oh. Well, not hazing. I feel like they're, aren't they, wouldn't they be more politically correct and stuff? Like, yeah. They're, every yeah. week there's a guy that dies in some like hazing how, ritual. you know. Who just drinks the, himself to death, falls off a bridge. Like how high school's different in the Spider-Man movie kind of thing, you know? I, I don't know, man. I yeah. think these <laughs> these fraternities, okay. it's like a homoeroticism is an age-old ritual. Mm -hmm. You know, they're homoerotic hazing activities mm, yeah. have been going on for centuries their grandfathers did it you know their fathers did it they can't, continue the tradition can't they just go watch the 300 or something jesus all right <laughs> just group and, masturbation you're in yeah. and we uh you know i think you guys talked about this a while ago but we did some uh some butt chugging um they pretty much it was like eight of us and they had us pretty much like almost like in a doggy style position but like with a chair we had to like put our like it was like sitting in a chair but then with your head all the way down and your feet up like opposite ways 
and wait, wait a second, wait a second. They that had sounds like some sitting... kind of Steve Bannon position. I, I don't understand. <laughs> trying to suck his own cock. Oh, um, they had him sitting in a chair. How? Like their feet up? Like like at I like with like uh, stirrups? Like at a gynecologist? I I don't know. Is, it, is that what you're saying? Right. It's like head should back. I play, should I play they're... it again? Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think it sounds like legs up, yeah. like a like a woman at a gynecologist. Yeah, I didn't quite follow the description. Stirrups. This guy ain't exactly Hemingway here. I, I, okay. yeah, I didn't quite follow it. And but. the weird thing about this is that these guys, these these guys rushing mm. this fraternity, are just like totally cool with this type of activity. Like you know, they're like, okay, strip naked, get on the chair, put your legs up as if they're in stirrups, and get ready for us to insert a tube into your rectum. All right, I want to be friends with you guys. I think it's, I think it's, I think, I mean, if the homoeroticism has to be, they have to be aware of it on some level because I think it's designed to humiliate, you know, you know. Yeah, but wouldn't you be like, that, if, if you're like, hey, these guys seem kind of cool. They're into good music. I love the mm. Dave Matthews band. They love the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> they like to smoke weed. I like yeah. to smoke weed. I'll hang out with them. They like and to see, wear a slightly beat up, slightly dirty white college sports team hat yeah remember those you know, white hats the, the white hats are kind of oh, dirty it's fuckers. like so do i we like yeah. to talk about sexy girls so yeah. you know we have something in common as soon as they're like strip naked get in the chair put your hands up so we can insert this into your butthole i'd be mm. like peace out bro so yeah, i'm out of yeah, here yeah. i don't want to hang out with you well what if it's like if you join this fraternity you know you can end up like Andrew Garfield. He was a member. He was the first member. Everyone who, you know, and then you end up at Bohemian Grove all because of you get, you know. I don't think I could ever. You're a millionaire. I don't think I could survive the mental scarring okay. of this, of this incident. Hmm. You have to go to therapy at that point. Hmm. But I guess you'd have a lot of money if you're Andrew Garfield. Okay. Maybe. Anyway. Pretty much, um, the- was he the one who was assassinated? The oh, president? you know who I was thinking of? I thought it was oh. the Spider-Man before the current Spider-Man. I think that's actually his name. Yeah, I think that's who we're talking. Are Who's we- the president then? Who is Garfield the president? Or am I thinking of, uh, maybe you're, I'm thinking, no, you're thinking think- of the cat. Yeah, um, I was about to say this Garfield comic strip weighs of an in. overweight cat. Yeah, Garfield weighs in. Garfield takes the cake. Actually, Those maybe, are the titles of the books. Maybe it was Andrew Garfield. Um, I think he, maybe, you know, I don't know. Anyway, he probably will be the president. <laughs> Andrew Garfield or Garfield the cat. Uh, <laughs> Either one. In this day and age, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. A digital, uh, a digital avatar of Garfield the cat. Well, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. Trump is the personified Garfield the cat. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, I don't know. He probably likes lasagna. But Trump? I'm sure yeah. he does. Yeah. He, He's overweight. He likes to sleep, has yeah. a short attention span. Uh, I'm sure he has some uh, mail transactions with Abu Dhabi. Trump hates normal. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, so there you go. Uh, the senior members of the fraternity had like a giant bottle and he had a funnel with a tube in it. And uh, he pretty much poured like beer slash like vodka into her butt um, and he actually used the same funnel on everybody which is kind of uh. weird uh, but they did tell us to like clean our asses really good like or like well they let us um, they told us to shower first but then when we got there 
they told them, like, okay, um, you know, so they, so they, they pull, go to the bathroom and, like, they make sure our butts are really clean. They're going to be, like, all messed up. And then, um, it was pretty crazy. Um, got really fucked up really fast. Um, put it in, and before I knew it, I was, like, dizzy as hell, and my ass felt like, just, like... This is why these recruits die. Because it's like they're already fucked up. No. And then they pour a bunch of vodka and beer and one of these like beer bonds, shove it up their ass, and then they're extremely fucked up. Yeah. And you die because you're not supposed to ingest alcohol in this fashion. No. And it's it's and it sounds like a great way to get like rectal cancer, you know, later on. I would I would personally yeah. think that it's like as soon as I pass out from this, which is inevitable, yeah. these guys are gonna fuck me. Right. Like these guys are going to sodomize me. Yeah. And I'll have no idea. <laughs> but I'll be friends with them after yeah. this and in their club. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, I had to stay, stay, stay like that for like a good half hour. Or not a good half hour, like a good. And where did he say he went to school? It wasn't somewhere. It Chico was... State. So it's north, north of here. So north it can't of be Sacramento. anywhere. It can't be something good. You know? No. <laughs> it's not like he's getting into skull and bones at Yale or oh, something. No, shit. it's not in Yale you know? or Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy might okay. graduate to make meth in a trailer. Okay. Yeah. He did it while, like, I guess it just absorbed in us. And, um, and then, like, we kind of continued with the rest of the bullshit. Like, the rest of it wasn't as crazy, but, like, that was, like, the craziest part. So we started with that. Um, but, yeah. And then, um, they actually told us that if we any of us wanted to not drink at all, we actually we could actually do that. So I'm gonna go ahead and quit drinking, like period for the rest of the school year. And I'm disappointed in you, Harrison, for like, you know, I mean I'm not disappointed, but like I wish you know I, I wish you strength and your ability to quit doing the crazy drugs you're doing and drinking shit. But uh, I'm gonna quit drinking for I wish I could have gone. I quit drinking for 90 days. I wasn't going to quit drinking forever. I mean, I don't know what, I don't, I don't yeah, know what you people want from you know, me. In Harris's you know? defense here, yeah. he's not shoving a tube up his ass right. and pouring alcohol up his ass. Okay, he might be having a beer mm. every now and then. Mm. Right. All right? But you're not butt-chugging fucking vodka. I'm not. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to trying it. No, but, but I mean, uh, yeah. I don't... But, I don't know what, what, I just don't, what, what what's new about that. that I, I don't it, think you, you should know. rag on the dude for having a beer. Yeah. He wants a beer. Mm. Ninety days sober. Fucking a. All right. Well, we got to we got to fucking. Um, oh, did he? Is that the end of the call? Yeah, but we got a part two. Oh, part two. Part right. two. Yeah, I wish I could have gone to Jeff's bar, um, but I guess calling in is fine too. Would have wanted to go to Jeff's bar one time before I you know, stop drinking the bucket. Um, and Harrison, like, come on, get your shit together. But, uh, yeah, maybe you should try butt chug B, since, you know, I know you like trying, like, all these crazy drugs and stuff. Maybe you should try, you know, no. butt chug B, so should, like, post a video on your site or something. I mean, uh, I've, I've always maintained that uh, plugging is, is the best way to do cocaine. Plugging? Oh, yeah. you know, I have, I have done that before. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. you don't have the, the runny nose, you know? I've done actually E up my ass before, too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had a girlfriend that was, like, super into it. Yeah. And so she wanted to do some. But yeah. if she did some 
anally mm. and then erectly and then i did it orally it would hit her faster than me so mm. she was like you have to do it and i was like all right you have to put that in yeah i'm not a proud of it i'm not a proud man after that you know it's not like i you know want my father to know about it but i don't have to worry about that well he watches everything he watches over <laughs> everything so he knows he knows um, is that gay? Is it gay to butt chug? Yes. Any, no. <laughs> well, I think, okay. Um, I think it's gay to butt chug if there's like a bunch of dudes shoving tubes up your ass and a bunch mm -hmm. of guys sitting there naked. It's like if you're just your, you know, if you're just with your girlfriend and she's putting a tube in there, you're butt chugging back and forth, you're by yourself. That's not that gay. But with a bunch of dudes, all dudes, half the dudes naked, Getting tubes shoved up their ass and vodka porn, that's kind of gay. Hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, and it's also that shouldn't be your first experience with anal insertion, you know? <laughs> I feel like you should, you should either... Cucumbers. You know, do it, yeah, either on your own time or with someone you love or with a woman who would just get enjoyment out of demeaning you. Or a man. Like or a man. Like it. Yeah, you yeah. know, whoever. whatever floats your boat. Yeah. The important thing is that you're demeaned. Lance, you're a fucking douche for playing the show, but you're the best character on the show. Uh, from the Bills, we're better than sticking around, right? Great. That means nothing to me. What do okay. you say? From the Bills, better than sticking around? Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. Is that it? Is that the end That's of the call? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it went on longer than that. No. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it. There you go. Thank you for the uh, the <laughs> the uh, the update there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, why did he stop drinking? I didn't understand that part of the well, story. Because he was raped with a bottle of vodka. Is that what it was? Yeah. Then he had I, to I don't stop really... drinking. I don't get it. <clears throat> probably, oh, probably because. Maybe because he got so drunk that he got alcohol poisoning, and then they're like, "Oh, you have a problem with alcohol," and oh, and that's why. And then okay. probably like, "Oh, we'll kick you out of school unless you do treatment or something like that." Well, dude, it's good that you uh, mm. you didn't die by the hands yeah. of your friends here that you purchased. Mm. That's the one thing about the fraternities: you're buying these friends, like you're paying money to hang out with these assholes who are shoving tubes up your ass. You're paying money. Yeah, you got to pay fucking a lot of money to these fraternities. What? Dues. How do you think they stay in uh, business or fucking in operation? I don't know. Fraternity uh, alumni, dues. You know? Well, you're paying dues. That's why. Oh. And then and when you graduate, you mm. pay back to the fraternity. Is it basically mm. you're going in there to buy some mm. prestige? Are there any fraternities that are like the one, <clears throat> like the one at PCU that are like actually cool? I I have yet to find. I don't know. Mm. I never. I mean, I was I never like really movie. into that scene. That Remember was a that good movie. movie. Yeah, good PCU. Movie. Yeah. Um, I was never... Who was the main guy in that? Fucking... Uh, what's his face? Um, Polly Shore? The fucking entourage guy. What's his name? Uh, Wahlberg. No. The, Wahlberg? The, the guy who, who The guy who got mercury poisoning. Um, I forget. Yeah, whatever. I never really watched Entourage. I've, I've never seen it. And that, I, and that I show kind of upset me. I hate the very idea of it. Yeah, it pissed me off. But, it's like, oh, well, yeah. I, can watch a, I can watch a show about guys mm. who live a cooler life than me. Mm. I'd rather not. No. I'd rather watch a show like Breaking Bad, where it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, that sounds worse than my own life. Anyway, uh, thank you for sharing, Butt Chugger. And in the future, I probably would abstain from sticking alcohol up my ass. Like, I, I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably just drink it. Yeah. Why not? 
you know. But yeah. more power to you. And if you're going to do it, sober. just fucking get a tampon. Yeah. Soak it in the th- and then, and put then stick that, that in there. Pour it, you know, like with, with a fucking beer bottle. Tubes. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's weird. You're gonna die. And maybe just don't do it in like the basement of a frat house with a bunch of dudes standing around. You know, mm. we do it with a couple ladies. Have some fun. <laughs> anyway, call the signal on hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We are out of time. We got to get out of here. Mm. Best way to listen to the show is iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong, and uh, yeah, subscribe to the show. We also have a Sick and Wrong YouTube page where you can uh, find some of Harrison's videos. Harrison takes videos. He uh, curates the content mm-hmm. on this fine page mm-hmm. also big announcement mm-hmm. here i finally launched the red bubble store oh. let's go to com slash store click on the picture of the pope and you'll get taken to the red bubble store what's funny about red bubble is you can like they actually make some quality teas you can mm. choose different kinds of teas but they they actually make uh, not only t-shirts it's like you can get fucking your logo on whatever like coffee mugs clocks all sorts of shit so what i'm planning on doing is uh yeah. is bringing back some of the old school design so we're gonna have a lot more on that red bubble store soon but uh yeah if you want to go check it out sickerongpodcast.com slash store finally here's sick and wrong song of the week is a special dedication to all the oppressed white people who are marching in charlottesville virginia this weekend okay you know the guys wearing the khaki pants and the white polo shirts and the maga hats mm. um or the uh the homemade nazi uniforms that they uh, got from materials from Hobby Lobby. Or uh, how about the guys wearing like the hipster suits, the new hip alt-right Nazis? This, this song is a special dedication to you, the racist fucktards who think they're oppressed in this country. Yeah. It's uh, Nazi Trump's Fuck Off, uh, Jello Biafra performing uh, with uh, Napalm Death. Um, oh. Damn fine song. Anyway, that goes out to you there. They're uh, fake Nazis. Um, we'll be back next week with episode 597. Till then, take it sleazy. Alright, I'll let him do the talking. I guess you know what's coming next. Nowadays, this song is about the Tea Party, modern kinds of white supremacists who leave the white hood in the top drawer and think a 450 grand a year comb over will somehow how paper over the fact that a fucking racist is still a fucking racist fucking asshole. So nowadays, and the only way to help stop this guy is, you know anybody who said, yeah, I kind of like Trump. Talk to him. Don't argue, communicate as to why. It's not Trump as much as Trumpism and making racism cool again that's the problem. Right when Black Lives Matter, this super rich egomaniac says that brown lives don't matter. I'm sorry. Nazi Trumps, fuck off!
Yeah, help get other people to think too. This Trump shit never should have gotten as far as it has.